What up? What up? Welcome back to the Continual Growth Podcast, episode 55, part two. So in part one, we had Dion, and she was talking about her growth journey, some of the struggles that she went through growing up is a hot fire episode. If you haven't already listened to it, make sure to go back and listen to it. It's really going to set you up to listen to this episode. And with that, let's jump right into it. So what I did is uh, I took all the, the rules that I could find about university and I read each of them and... Uh, what I wanted is I wanted to find a way to get into this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I found out that the jury, someone was missing in the jury, so the, the jury wasn't um, valid. So I go back there and I'm like, uh, okay, this is what I found. I uh, asked for the student union to uh, support me in this. Mm-hmm. And we said, okay, the jury wasn't valid. So it's either you give me the chance to do my year you, or you give me the chance to do the, 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 the interview again, but this time with the jury complete. Yeah. Or we are going to the court because this is not fair. Mm-hmm. So starts a long fight with the university, but two months after uh, the beginning of the year, uh, I ended up winning this fight and I went <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I got my master degree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. That's determination right there. <laughs> One year you didn't make it. The second year you're like, man, fuck that. These guys are trying to hold me back. They can't hold me back. And you got to do what you wanted to do. So yeah. you graduated and then what? Yeah, so I graduated. I started working in the music industry. I'm really happy. I'm loving it. I had a great time in the music industry. Great position. I uh, I worked with a lot of good artists. Who'd you, who'd you work with? I worked for the Black Eyed Peas, Kenny West. Black Eyed Peas, okay. I went on tour with uh, some legends like The Temptation, Hearst Wind and and Fire. Hearst Wind and Fire, okay. Cool and the Gang. I had a great time. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So if you were having so much fun, you were loving the music industry, why did you move to Canada? So yeah, so I was having lots of fun in the music industry. Um, but in the music industry, you need to speak English, which I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care at all about English my whole life <laughs> before that day. So I'm, I'm working with a music producer and everything is going great. And, uh, he just asked me to make a call in front of him to someone in English, which I tried to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to avoid it that long. And I called and he didn't say anything. But then when I hung up the phone, he just told me, so you don't speak English, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> so this is how I ended up to Canada. So because I really, I want to give this advice to anyone right now that think that learning another language is not important. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, I never thought I would need English. I used to always say, why am I going to learn English? I don't need English at all. That's exactly that how I was with French. But yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning. You know, I got a little, little one, two, bonane, happy new year. Yeah. So it's the first episode from the new year. Um, uh, but anyways, keep going. So yeah, so that's uh, what happened. I had no choice because I didn't care at all. I had no choice than going to a English. I mean, I had no choice. I choose to go to a English speaking country to learn English as best and as fast as possible. Okay. So. The challenge came and you said, all right, I'm accepting it. And, and you just packed up and moved to Canada. Yeah. 
All right, so you pack up, you move to Canada, you come to a country where you don't speak the the language. Um, how was it when you first got here? Uh, it was interesting because <laughs> uh, the ch- when you come, so I came to Canada. I didn't know anyone, so I just came on my own because I thought I thought if I know anyone or if I come with someone, I'm gonna speak French for sure. So I put myself voluntarily. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, voluntarily in this situation. You put yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah, a way out of my comfort zone. So I love speaking, but uh, I arrive in Canada and I can't speak. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. I can understand really well. Another serious challenge. Yeah, a big challenge. You feel really lonely when you get to a country and the culture is different. Everything like you just you just you just alone in a country you don't know. Mm-hmm. So first year I came, I tried to find a job, but uh, without speaking English, it's not that easy to find a job. Okay. And uh, I I ended up get, I ended up getting a job as an auditor. So I it was good because I didn't have to speak at all, but I just had to listen. Okay. So the first year and a half of my uh, of my uh, I mean my experience here in Canada. I just listened. Did it help a lot? It helped so much. Oh, okay. So it was a good job then <laughs> yeah. to start. It was great because it, uh, even though I could not speak, I, uh, I understood better. Mm-hmm. So it, it taught me uh, to understand English. So then I was able to understand. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's your first job. Um, uh, how did you like the job? I hated it. You hated it. Okay. So after, after some time, I know you have to stay there for a certain amount of time with your visa and whatnot. But when it came time where you could get to another job, what did you want to do? So that's what I did. As soon as I was able to speak English, mm-hmm. I looked for another job and uh, in the music industry this time, because okay. that was my goal, right? Yeah. I, so I found a job in the music industry uh, after that. Yeah. That's why you came here. You came here so, so that you could speak English, you could get back in the music industry. And uh, did you end up getting a job? Yeah, I did. I ended up getting a job. So, so just to let you know, I left uh, France. I, uh, in my head, I was like, I'm going to Canada, Toronto. I'm going to get hired by OVO right away. (laughs) 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 That's what I thought. (laughs) So that's what I thought. I was like, for sure. I have experience. I'm like, I'm motivated. And, uh, yeah, that's not what happened, obviously. (laughs) So I found a job in the music industry and it was good at the beginning. But then again, I start to feel like this is not what I want to do. I need to find another job mm-hmm. in the music industry still. So I applied. So you didn't like that? You didn't like the first one? No. Okay, okay. So so then you started looking for the second one. I remember this time, okay? This is around the time like I was really starting to learn about like the laws of attraction. Um, D, she's the one who put me on like vision boards because I always thought it was bullshit, right? And then she she had one she completed it right i watched her make a second one and complete it and i'm like all right i have to make a vision board because like i I watched you complete two of them you said this is what i want to do you went out there and you did it yes so i'm like all right this shit works i gotta make a vision board i remember so you made a vision board i made a vision board but you did something even more past the vision board tell, tell us tell them what you did yeah so so i heard like as you just said, I was really like, I've always been into, uh, I've always been into the power of the mind and everything that you can achieve using your mind and visualization and everything. So I decided to just create a business card with my name on it, business card from the company. 
The company you're applying for. Yeah. Okay. With my name on it and with the exact uh, position title that I was applying for. And you had already applied like a couple times before that, right? Yeah, I applied three times. They reached out to me. It was three different uh, positions. I just wanted to get in that company. That's It's one of the best music publishers in Canada. I really wanted to work for them. Okay, so what happened? So yeah, I created this card and I, I uh, looked at this card like several times a day. And uh, yeah, so I visualized myself with this business card working in this company and uh, I got the job yeah all right you're you're killing it you got the job um you know downtown Toronto like right beside the CN Tower you said top publisher in Canada and um so so how how did you feel when you got the job and and how how did things go when you started working I loved it I was so happy to have it I was like okay this is finally the job that I want I'm gonna stay there the catalog, so the artists, uh, the artists from this music publisher were amazing. So I was like, I was just living the dream when I started. Mm-hmm. So I felt great and, uh, <laughs> uh, time passes and I start feeling the exact same feeling I felt with, uh, any other job before. Or you weren't, you weren't feeling this job anymore. Yeah. I wasn't feeling it anymore. So what, what was wrong with it? I thought it was this was the, this was your dream job. What what didn't you like? Yeah, so I don't know. I f- I just felt like I wasn't. I just felt like it wasn't my thing. I wasn't passionate about it, and I felt like there was something bigger that I could or should do. And uh, yeah, so I've put a lot of, as you know, I've put lots of motivation things on my desk. My cubicle was like the dream. I had like motivation quotes everywhere and it didn't work that much. I tried several things at first. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, okay, let me think. Maybe I'm too negative. Yeah. Maybe uh, I, I try to see the, the bright side of it. And I remember this is at this time that's you actually ran into another really, really big challenge. Yeah. So this time I, uh, I, I went into a health challenge. Yeah. So I started to... Um, I started to feel, uh, I, st- I started to develop lots of inter- food intolerance. Like what? Like uh, gluten, lactose, some nuts, corn. There was lots of things I could not really eat. And, uh. So you couldn't, what do you mean by you couldn't eat them? Like if you eat them. I could not digest them. So I was in pain all the time. Like eating became painful. Damn. While uh, I love eating, as you know. Yeah, I know. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not supposed to be painful. That's supposed to be something you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I started to, uh, it was, my relationship with food became really yeah, different. I, I remember there was times you didn't even want to eat. Yeah. Um, you, you were like, you started, you started fainting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit more about like what happened once you found out that you couldn't eat these foods. So when I couldn't eat these foods, so at first they, they put me on a diet, you know, like they, uh, it's like lots of people do that lately. They kind of eliminate lots of food and then reintroduce to, to find out what's happening. So the diet I went in was really, really restrictive. I could only eat greens mostly. And, um, but still the pain was here. So the pain was here. The, I was in pain all the time, uh, only when I was sleeping and a few minutes after I wake up, I was feeling okay. Except that the whole day stabbing pain, uh, around my stomach. And, um, the diet actually made it worse. So I started to develop other things. My heart starting to have issues. I, as you said, I fainted. I developed other uh, health issues at the same time. And, uh, 
the doctor, they didn't really know what it was. So they are like, you know, like lately, lots of people have this kind of issue, but uh, it's difficult to have a real diagnosis. Mm. So because, uh, as I just said, I believe a lot in the power of the mind and everything, I started to uh, think about what if the issue comes from my state of mind? Because stress, most of the sickness are created by stress. So when you're sick, there is something happening in your body. There is like a stress. So, so I started to think more about it to see the other side. Maybe I should not focus on like what I'm eating. Maybe I should not focus on this, but more on how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I think uh, something that we, we forgot to, to, to talk about something that's like really big is, is the, is the fitness side of things. We, we talked about how you were doing gymnastics and you were never allowed to work out again, but we kind of skipped over how you got back in the gym. Yeah. I got back in the gym uh, at the age of 17 uh, because of the, I just spoke about, so I just said when I was 16, 17, I had this um, rehab and the assault. And that's when I went back to the gym because I, I thought, okay, I need to release. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the high on ter- therapy was the best yeah. for me. So uh, even though the doctor told me, uh, as I just I mentioned before, I could not do any exercise my whole life. And even though my back, so that's not something that heals my vertebrae. They told me it's not going to heal. It's mm-hmm. just going to be a condition I have to deal with my whole life. So I, I uh, remembered everything I had to do in uh, in. Um, uh, the rehab. Do mm-hmm. I say that? Yeah. Yep. So they taught me how to engage my core, use my legs instead of my back, lots of things like that. So I uh, took all of this knowledge from the rehab and I went back to the gym on my own. I didn't ask anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I learned uh, like this. Okay. Okay. So this is probably like, this is over like 10 years later. You've been in the gym, you've been working out. Um, so you're using, you're already doing like, you're already very into fitness and, and nutrition and things like that. And, and into the mind and you're still having trouble. You're getting these pains yeah. in your body and you're still working on healing. What was the, what was the key to helping you heal? So I started to, what I did and what I would advise anyone that's running into those kind of issues, especially digestive issues. Digestive issues are a lot related to your mind because the, I mean, your belly, uh, the yeah, stomach yeah. area is your second brain. Mm-hmm. So, you taught me that, yeah. Yeah, it's your second brain. So just to let you know, for instance, the stress, when you stress, the hormone is released by uh, this area. It's not from your brain. It's from uh, what's happening in your intestine, stomach, I mean, this area. So I started to, to uh, what, what I think is good to do when you start to think about how you feel Think about when you feel bad and when you don't. And I started to see, I feel bad, as I said, all the time, except when I sleep. But when I'm working out, I don't feel the pain. Mm -hmm. So if I work out and I don't feel the pain, my focus is somewhere else. I'm doing something I love. I really love uh, lifting weight and everything. So I started to think and every, every morning I will wake up to go to work and I will feel, I will feel I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I, there is something I don't want to mm-hmm. go and it will just get worse during the day. Yeah. Okay. And I remember at that time you had, you had just started uh, becoming a personal trainer. You had like a, you had like a, a, a couple clients, but it wasn't that serious and you were debating whether you should um, become a full-time trainer and leave your job. And we had that talk about your job and, and, uh, 
And I remember you said it was, it was mental torture. And you, you had to keep, you had to keep repeating. I kept asking you, what did you say it was? He said, mental torture. What did you say it was? Mental torture. And I think you, you realize like that the job and the, that's, that was what was hurting you. Yeah. So, so what's up? So when I mentioned mental torture, so I want to say I had like great coworker, my job, great responsibilities, everything. The company I think is great until now. I have really good relationship with everyone. It's just that I started to feel like, okay, we are all here, but we don't, we, you don't communicate. You're, in the end, you're on your own working. You have to, I mean, I, I, I didn't feel good that I had to ask what, what happened. Okay. Let's, let's put the thing more clear. I was, I wasn't feeling good, as you said. So my health wasn't good. And uh, I pushed myself to go to work every day because I have to go to work. Yeah. And I started thinking like, if I want to, like, if I have to miss a day, I feel guilty. If I have to go to leave early, I have to ask. If I want vacation, I have to ask. By the way, I also noticed on vacation, I felt better. Yeah. So then I just put everything together and I started to think, what, what can I do? Is it my thing or is there anything else that I want to do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, as you said, I, uh, I was, uh, doing some personal training and uh, at the same time, while I was still at work, I started to do a certification in hypnosis. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I just decided, I, yeah, I was reading lots of books about people, you know, people that heal themselves with meditation, uh, with art. There is heart therapy. So there is different kind of alternative medicine. And, uh, the common point between all of them is at one point, everybody that was healed, quit their job, took them some time for themselves mm-hmm. to find, uh, to meet with themselves again, listen to themselves and see what their body was telling them. Because when you're sick, usually it's just something, something is here for a while. Usually you know what it is, you know something is happening, but you're not listening to this voice. So at one point, your body has to act. So your body, you start to feel pain somewhere. Your body is just telling you there is something that's not in balance right now. You need to find what it is. You need to face it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's been like, I think it's been almost a year, close to like a year since, uh, since you left and you became like full-time trainer. I know you got, you got lots of clients now. They have crazy results. They're always happy. You guys are always laughing. You're in like a way better mood. Um, beast mode in the gym, uh, doing hip thrusts like 400 pounds. Um, so like, how do you feel now? Was it a good decision? Oh yeah, that was the best decision. And actually I want to mention something else is, uh, at one point, because you know, at the same, at the same time I felt guilty. How am I going to quit? Why am I quitting? I'm lucky. I have a great job. Why am I in your field? Yeah. So I I was like, what am I complaining about? Mm -hmm. But then I started to think this is, the situation is not fair for either my company or myself because I, I, I didn't, I didn't give 100% or I didn't like do my best. And I mean, if you are an entrepreneur, you know, when you have a company, you want your employee to do their best. Mm -hmm. So I thought, and I'm like, this is not fair for uh, any of us because I'm not feeling good. This is not bringing me uh, happiness or I'm not feeling good. And I'm not giving them what they deserve because Mm -hmm. they are a great company. They deserve some, someone that's actually enjoying their job. Yeah. So I left, as you said, Every, everything went really well with my company. They understood my decision and uh, I started to do personal training on the uh, full time and I felt, 
I felt way better. I felt the difference in the first weeks, actually. Amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. Okay, so you break your back, yeah. overcome that, become become a beast in the gym. Um, you get addicted to, to Valium, overcome that. Sexual assault happens, you get past that. They try to hold you back in school, you get past that. You can't speak English. You learn how to speak English. Um, and then you, you, you have the most pain you've ever had in your life every single day. And you find a way to heal from that. So after everything you've been through, after this whole entire journey, what would you say to, to somebody who could be in any one of the places that you were in to, to kind of give them some hope and, and help them keep moving along? Yeah, so the, the, the advice I will say is uh, to trust the process because there is a saying that says in life, you only get challenges that you can handle. I remember because my best friend, Sanata, told me about this sentence like a few years ago. Shout-outs to Sanata. She always holds us down in France. Yeah. <laughs> and when she told me that, it made me think. I'm like, okay, so if... If you're only given challenges that you can handle, it's supposed to make me stronger. It means I can handle it. Mm -hmm. If I have it, if I, if I have this happening to me, it means I'm gonna uh, overcome it. Is it uh, yeah. yeah? Overcome it and co and go come back stronger from it. So I would say, since that day, first of all, I know that anything that's coming, I can uh, handle it. Second of all, trust the process because usually, probably in your life, you already realize that. When something happened to you, you stay stuck on it. You think about it for a long time. You complain, oh my God, what's going to happen? This is never going to get better. And usually a few weeks, months or a year later, you're, it's, it's okay. Like you, you overcome it. You feel better. And, uh, then you start thinking like, how come I've put so much stress? Uh, how come I felt like that when now it's all fixed? So trust the process. Mm -hmm. Never give up. Mm -hmm. Always fight. Hey, <laughs> create your life because you're the only one that can actually create the life that you want. Okay. I want to give, if I can have like one or two more minutes. Of course. I want to give uh, an example actually because remember uh, when I applied for my permanent residency, yeah, I didn't get it first. Mm -hmm. I didn't get it, and I didn't. I had like maybe a month or so, uh, yeah, and you, I had to leave after yeah, you that. You thought you were gonna get kicked out of the country. Yeah. So I came to you my boyfriend <laughs> to tell you about it. And, uh, you didn't really react to that. And at first it pissed me off. I was like, what do you mean? Like I'm about, <laughs> I may leave the country. You, you don't care or what? <laughs> and you kept telling me, you just kept telling me, but uh, I, it's because I know it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I, I was still pissed. I was like, what do you mean? It's going to be okay. You don't know immigration. It's not like that. It's not just, it's going to be okay. And, uh, so I didn't get the residency. I went into another kind of uh, fight, kind of. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I ended up having it. And when I had it, I felt so good. And I looked at you and I'm like, oh, my God, I have it. And you just looked at me and you said, uh, but I told you it would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just, you didn't just get one offer. You got like three different offers. They're like, yo, we want you to stay in Canada. Yeah. You were good. And you told me, I told you. And then I remember at that point, I was like, wow, it's been like weeks that I don't sleep well. I'm so stressed. Like I think about the worth. I'm leaving the country and everything. And, and today it's okay. 
So then, since I just said before, like every stress, every everything, your state of mind act on your health. You don't want to put pressure and like screw up your health or anything when you know it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know, now you know. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be okay. So trust the process. Just stay strong. Handle it as uh, as the best you can. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, that's... That's it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, so, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. So, my name on Instagram is uh, Cecile, C-E-C-I-L-E underscore D-R-L-N-D. Okay, okay. If you guys, if anybody needs a trainer, if you need a program, if you're trying to build that booty, <laughs> she's got you. She'll take care of you. She's a pro. She's a hundred times better trainer than I used to be. So Thank like, she's, she's even teaching me stuff. Um, but yeah, shout outs to you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for sharing your story. I know it's going to help a lot of people. I hope so. Okay, so if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you've been enjoying um, the whole the whole continual growth uh, podcast experience, you know what we need you to do: subscribe, give us a review, give us a rating. You know we love them five stars. Um, and other than that, kill every day and own your fucking life. Bless up. <laughs>